Welcome to Here's Teresa on TalkZone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Teresa is here to inspire and educate you with heartwarming stories and informative conversations from a national and global perspective. Now, here's Teresa. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good day to all of my international listeners out there. This is Teresa E. Keeves, your host for Here's Teresa, broadcasting on the greattalkzone.com internet radio. How are you all out there today? I know that you all are doing just fine. I want to say that you guys are doing just great out there. And I, too, am doing just great. You know what, um, my listeners, I feel that lots of changes are going to be happening this year. Lots of changes that need to be happening in this country, in this world. Some perhaps that may leave your mouth open for a moment. Some giving a well-needed breath of fresh air changes. Resolutions to issues, for example, is what I am talking about, issues. Perhaps, uh, I'm sorry, listeners, uh, perhaps you too feel that there are going to be changes that are maybe going to be happening in your lives as well. Well-deserved positive changes, once again, are what I am talking about. I can tell you that I feel that positive changes are on the horizon for me and my family. I'm so excited for this year, in spite of the craziness that is still going on with people not being returned back to work. Now, this is my show, uh, my first show for 2019, with many more shows coming in this year with great guests, uh, with interesting and um, educational topics for you out there, my uh, listeners, you know, and well, here we are. And um, guess what, listeners? In less than 12 months, we will be in the year 2020. Hey, you know what? I was thinking about this as I was preparing for my show. Remember when Prince sang the song 1999? You know, it was, it was really good. And when that came out, um, too many of us seemed like, to, to us, you know, 2020, oh, wow, you know, it seems like, seems like light years away. Not really, but you know what? Uh, you know, what I'm saying, you know, it just seemed like it was a long time ago. Now, a little bit history about that song, that it was released in October 27th of 1982 by Warner Brothers. Now, that was 17 years between 1982 and 1999, and those years went by like boom. So for all of you out there who remember, you know, that was a great time, and time goes by like a flash, listeners, so... Remember to make every moment in your life count positively and use your time wisely, and it is our most precious commodity. Now, um, we are going to have a great discussion uh, with the world's best mental health um, um, anal- uh, therapist, Rachel C. Campbell. And um, so, you know, just get ready, relax, you know, sit down, grab your coffee, cup of tea, um, if you're listening to me uh, in your car, uh, be safe. Now, the weather, the weather, the weather, it has been something here in this state. Um, you know, I, you know, right now it's like very cloudy. And, um, you know, we are seeing more cloudy days than usual. 
um, here in the state. Um, and we're getting much needed rain, you know, so it's supposed to be raining, uh, quite a bit in the upcoming days here. So, you know, the temperatures have been basically in the sixties. And I do know that other parts of this country are, um, are, um, you know, experiencing some really uh, crazy weather. And once again, um, I hope that they are doing, you know, getting everything that they need uh, to do so that their days can can be in the manner in how they need it to be. OK, we have a number of great topics that uh, we're going to be talking about. And uh, let me give you the rundown on the topics. OK, first of all, we're going to start out uh, with my dinner table um, conversation. Okay. And that's going to be titled this year did not start out with a bang. Then my guest and I will talk about the following like father, like son, the symbol of America should be the statue of Liberty says Chuck Schumer speech speech. Is anyone paying attention to the economy to the ecology? Now, as usual, what I uh, do is that I start out with, um, um, I will start out with um, um, the dinner table conversation. OK, so now let me just start by saying, listeners, that, you know, it is so much going on. And believe it or not, all of the things, the numerous of things that are going on in this country can have a negative effect on us as we are here alive and well. And we are, you know, hearing these reports, these negative reports that go on and on and on on a daily basis. It has an effect on me. I will be honest with you and tell you that for me, it creates uncertainty as this person in the White House continues to do outlandish things. And for two years, the country, the Congress of this United States allowed him to do things that were unconscionable. And now he's hit a brick wall with this Congress as they are telling him that he has to act like a president and respect the office for which he serves. He has to abide by and do the things within the United States Constitution and that this is a democracy, not a totalitarian regime. And therefore, he will no longer be allowed to do things that do not represent the aforementioned and who we are as a country. Now, we have list of people out there, listeners, a large number of them out there, 800,000 people, probably more than that, that are not working. This is terrible. As I'm talking right now, I'm thinking that it could be some of you my listeners who are being affected by the horrible actions of this person in the White House, along with his administration and the Senate. For this, I am so sorry. And I hope, hope and pray that you land on your feet. To me, it is perplexing to think about it, as it saddens me to think that people could be losing out on the very fabric of their lives because of hate field rhetoric. And it is because of this that I am just stating that what I've just stated that it is causing me and I'm sure others underlying anxiety and concern and wonderment because for me, I am not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel that I so desperately want to see. So 
how do I deal with all of this? Well, I listened to so much of it being reported on the news daily. And I read so much of it that comes across my phone daily. And then I turn it off. Because no matter what, of how concerned I am for people and I am a lover of people, I still have to live my life just like you have to live yours. And take care of myself and my family just like you have to take care of yourself and your family. And so, but nevertheless, I'm still prayerful and I'm hopeful for the betterment for all of those that are being affected. Now, my questions for your dinner table conversation, should this be a topic you choose to use, what do you think about the government shutdown? Are you for it or are you against it? And if so, why? How are you coping with this tragic mess in this country? What effect is it having on you and your family? Or are you not affected by it at all? And how would you resolve this matter? What are some of the things you would do to implement resolution? Now, as I said before, if this is not a topic of your choice, please choose one. The whole impetus of this dinner table conversation is to get everyone together to talk, to create positive energy. And and also to get everyone together so you could talk to them. How was your how was your day? What are you thinking? You'd be so surprised of all of the fabulous things and perhaps not so fabulous things that are going on within your family structure. Okay, now let me bring on my guest. He is the world's best mental health therapist. He is um, my brother from the same mother and dad. And it is always great to have him on. Good morning, Rachel. And how are you feeling today? Uh, good morning. Um, I'm feeling a little better. Um, um, experienced some excruciating pain from an outbreak of uh, my gout yesterday, the last couple of days. If anybody has experienced that, they know the excruciating pain that accompanies that. Um but I'm up about, I'm back at work, I'm in the office now, and I'm here to take care of things and to, and to help God's people. And with saying all of that, I'm moving all along. All right, then. That's what I like to hear. We got to keep it moving. Got to keep it moving. All right, Reginald, let's jump right into it. Um, because I have a lot to uh, discuss right now. The first thing I want to talk about is like father, like son. Now, it was reported yesterday um, on HuffPost by Ed Mazza that Donald Trump Jr. says border wall is like a zoo fencing, protecting um, you from the animals. You meaning, you know, the citizens of this country. And the critics slammed this fool over his Instagram message. Now, the article goes on to say Donald Trump Jr. is getting called out for an Instagram message he posted that compared the proposed border wall to a zoo fence. You know why you can enjoy a day at the zoo? This is what the son of the son of uh, this person in the White House said. Donald Trump wrote in an Instagram story on Tuesday night because walls work. 
Trump, who is the who in the past has compared immigrants to a bowl of Skittles in which some of the candies were poisoned, was quickly slammed on social media. I frankly think that this is also despicable, but, you know, from, you know, despicable seas run wild. What do you think about this comment, Reginald? As I take a a breath after that, um, just one of the many hateful, racist, asinine things that this guy who probably has the IQ of a of a fruit fly, and that's an mm-hmm. insult to fruit flies, you know, to say that about another human being. As if that's right. his family is perfect, because we know it's far from being perfect. And hey, uh, Donald Trump didn't raise any of you all. Donald Trump Jr., Eric, uh, and, and his two other two other daughters, he did he didn't raise you all. So what does that say about him? Mm-hmm. And what an ugly, stupid thing to say. But you let people keep talking and you, uh, you know, you find out who and what they really are. But I think people already knew who and what these people are, the, the person who was temporarily occupying the White House, because he did show people mm-hmm. who and what he is and was during the campaign. Exactly. So I think it's a ridiculous, horrible, disrespectful way to speak of another human being. And the and the zoo and the circus right now is the White House and this so-called administration. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, when they're saying zoo, now we have to remember, listeners, that these are brown people that he's talking about. I doubt very seriously if he would say this about uh, his followers that are that are going to be broke broke down to the lowest common denominator here in less than another month with all of this craziness going on in our country, and and um you know you know because they always refer to people of color as some type of animal you know and um this is this is as I said before the things that. Um, you know, that, that are done is, is very representative of a despicable human being. Okay. So that's just what he is. And that's why I said, like father, like son. All right. Let's move on to the next uh, topic, Reginald, which is the symbol of America should be the Statue of Liberty, not a 30 foot wall made out of steel that costs $5.7 billion of taxpayers' money. I'm referring to what Chuck Schumer sh- said. On the 8th of uh, this month and in the rebuttal for when um, uh, Trump had made his Oval Office rhetoric speech. Now, I have recited this description on my previous shows and I'm going to recite it again. The inscription of the Statue of Liberty says the following. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shores. Send these the homeless tempest tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Those words are from Emma Lazarus. She was a, um, this is a famous 1883 sonnet titled The New Colossus have seemed more visible since the election of Trump in an article from, um, in January 2018 written by Walt um, written by Walt Hunter and it's titled this, the diversity, the story behind the poem of the Statue of Liberty. 
Now, it states in part that after reports that Trump had described Haiti, El Salvador, and African nations as shithole countries, the former FBI director, James Comey, tweeted a bit of the sonnet along with his interpretation of its meaning and which his interpretation was, this country's greatness and true genius lies in its diversity. Now, several other public citations of Lazarus assume that her poem is reducible to a message about the value of diversity. Now, uh, Comey's tweets echoed Nancy Pelosi's interpretation from um, early 2017. You know the rest. It's a statement of values of our country. It's a recognition that the strength of our country is in its diversity and that the revel- and, the, and that the revitalization of America comes from my immigrant population. For Comey, diversity is greatness. For Pelosi, diversity is both the existing strength of America and its source of revitalization. To marshal Lazarus' poem in support of a redefinition of America greatness, however, is to capitulate to the terms of Trump's exceptionalism and to ignore the poem's own, own radical imagination of hospitality. So, Reginald, do you believe that this country's greatness and true genius lies in its diversity? Oh, it certainly does. It it has shown, you know, the history of this country. The greatness relies in its diversity. There were Mm -hmm. people um, from all race, creeds, and colors who have contributed to this country, mm-hmm. not just one person, not just one mm-hmm. color, all of that. There are people from diff- from from Italy, from uh, from from Africa, from Europe, from from South America, wherever people who have come from other places and landed on the shores of this country, be it on the east coast, west coast, southern borders, or whatever, who have mm-hmm. contributed to this country, and not mm-hmm. just people someone famous that we know that, okay, he invented or she invented, you know, whatever. But the diversity of people who have come here with nothing and built a family. They're working, mm-hmm. they're working people. They're carpenters, they're teachers, they're lawyers, they're doctors, they're truck drivers, they're, they're sanitation workers. You know, they prepare the food in the, in the, in, in the cafeterias at school. They mop the floors of the school in they mop the floors of the cafeteria. They drive the buses, you know, uh, all mm-hmm. of these things. So mm-hmm. Our diversity is not just someone who has invented something that everyone knows mm-hmm. about, but the stability of the middle class is the diversity and the foundation of this country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I want to say that without diversity, you know, of this populace in this country, listeners, I have said it before, we will crumble as a society. And it's being shown to you right now. Just take a deep breath and look at the view. We all have something to offer, all of us. None of us are better than anyone else. None of us are better than anyone else. We all have something to offer. The only thing that separates us is our consciousness, and we have a good example of it, as that person is sitting in the White House that slaves built. Okay? Now just think about that for a moment, okay? Chew chew on that. 
Okay. Thanks for your uh, comments, Reginald, because, you know, we need the diversity in this country. It is very, very important that we have it. It's very important that we have it. As I said on my last program, you know, look at the things that's going on with the food industry. It was mm-hmm. the people that, that, that did those jobs, that functionality. They had the wherewithal, the knowledge. These people are smart. And see, and this is the whole problem. You know, a lot of people, you know, they look down on somebody. Oh, you know, look at what they're doing. You know, and I'm smarter than them. No, you're not because we all have something to offer. We all have something to offer. Now, you remember that. Let's move on to speech, speech. Now, a couple of nights ago, uh, Trump gave a speech and he said things that were reportedly being fact-checked like crazy by the fact-checkers in real time. And I want to be honest, I could not listen to him, listeners, and his erroneous speech to the people of this country and to our world because it was global. Everyone was listening. As I just can't stand what he is doing and what he continues to do to this country from the inception of his inauguration to living in the White House that slaves built to the carelessness he continues to display today in this country. Now, it has gotten to the point for me, Reginald, that I'm just going to say it again. He is a despicable human being as he lathers in the wake of 800,000 people working for the government in this country are without a job, now looking at 20 days and counting. I did not listen to his speech, listeners. I did educate myself on the speech so I could discuss it this morning, you know, with you and my guest. So now, all because of something he said to his followers during his campaign that a wall should be built to keep control of the non-truth of brown immigrants that are flooding our nation's borders and interior. He feels that, you know, well, you know, it's, it's important, you know, that I do this. Now, he made comments, Reginald, you know, as I listen, that were not true to further his hateful efforts, such as those that were discussed on The View yesterday. Sonny Holston, she's the co-host of The View. She made a, she made a statement yesterday, uh, Reginald, that I thought was so on point. And I thought it was so important that, you know, it needed to be said. Now, I want you all to listen to this to to this reporting. Listen to this. When he started out with it, he said um, he said it strains public resources and drives down jobs and wages among those hardest hit are African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans. So as an African-American and a Hispanic-American, that that for me really was really dog whistle because what. Straining public resources is oftentimes dog whistle for welfare. And for the hundredth time, white, there are more white Americans on welfare than there are black Americans right. and Hispanic Americans. So I, I, you know, that racial trope thrown in there right at the beginning was very offensive to me. And the sort of, you know, it drives these, you know, undocumented immigrants, drives down okay. jobs and wages. For the hundredth time, African-American mm-hmm. women are the most educated in the United States of America. And so we aren't taking those jobs. We're taking much higher earning jobs. And so I, I think when he started out this, this speech with these dog whistle politics, I, I just thought, so here you go again as the divider in chief. Right. Okay, now, 
what she just said, I wanted to play that for all of those who did not hear it. And if you did hear it, that was very on point of what she said. And I wanted to, to wanted to have this out here. Now, he said, um, affecting African Americans and Hispanic Americans. You know, oh my God, what a lost and misinformed and prejudiced person he is, Reginald. So this is what pisses me off. He says mm-hmm. these things. He says these things as though white people are not being affected by his bullshit. And that the kicker is this, that his followers actually believe his bullshit still. Now, let's not forget that over 200 times Trump said that Mexico was going to pay for the wall. And I'm sure you all out there heard that rally cry constantly. Now that the Mexican president told him basically that you could kiss my ass and that Mexico isn't paying for no thing. Now you want the American citizens to pay for your failed crap and you acting like a little bully, like somebody slapped you and took your milk, your milk money. Now here's my thing. Trump claims to be a billionaire original. I feel that he should pay for the wall, you know, out of his pocket. What do you think Reginald, about what was said so far? Well, first of all, I, I agree with, um, with with the sound bite that, uh, you know, these are dog whistles. But, you know, for me, not only Trump, but Reagan and the Bushes did the same thing with their with their dog whistles. You know, Reagan would say, you know, during the campaign in 1980, he would talk about, you know, welfare queens of these, you know, black women who are driving Cadillacs and, and eating steak, you know, and 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 they're on welfare, you know. All of those were dog whistles to to white people to say, "Well, see, you're working every day, and these people are doing nothing, and they're eating steak, and you're not." So these mm-hmm. dog whistles are nothing new, and the term mm-hmm. "dog whistle" is nothing new. I was saying that to myself before the media even picked up on the term "dog whistle," but um, as far as taking a billion or more dollars to build mm-hmm. an asinine wall is just asinine in itself. These exactly. so called followers just hooking out you. Some some of his so called followers are workers. There are, you know, government workers. So my question to 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 you would be government workers. You're not going to get your paycheck. And I had a conversation with, with, with a gentleman the other day, and I was telling you about this. So you're not going to get your paycheck Friday, which is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What are you going to tell the landlord? What are you going to tell the mortgage company? What are you going to tell, uh, tell the, the uh, finance company? Are, are mm-hmm. you going to tell, are you going to ask your mortgage company, hey, can I do some carpentry work around here to supplement my rent? Are, are How you going asinine to tell, is that? Are you going to tell GMAC or Chrysler or Ford Credit or whoever, hey, um, is there something I can do around the office to help supplement the car payment that, I, that I'm not going to be able to make? What mm-hmm. a stupid thing to say. Now, these are 800,000 people. If they're saying 800,000 people, that means that it's 2 million, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, these are people who are not contributing to the economy, people who mm-hmm. are not buying gas, who aren't paying their mortgage, who aren't paying their, their rent, who are not 
buying groceries. They're not buying food. They're not going to Walmart and buying gloves and underwear for their kids and themselves and jeans. Not going to, you know, buy a new cell phone. I mean, Mm -hmm. are you kidding me? But it's the same thing that racism has always been. It's like, it's these people. It's these people that are doing this. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and, and, and which is the the in, in the reality, the hatred and the racism. You're doing it to yourself, and what gets me his so-called base. And I wish the the, the media would just stop that. With this, well, if with you notice, I said followers. Base. I'm not calling it that. That's stupid. Anyway, I go mean, ahead. <laughs> it's, it's it's stupid. So again, so you know, I'll just finish my comment by saying you 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 followers of him who aren't going to receive your 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 paycheck. What are you going to tell the mortgage company? What are you going to tell the landlord? Mm-hmm. What are you now, going you to know, tell the school when, exactly. the, when the tuition is due? Yeah. Now, here, here, here's the thing, Rachel. You and I had had discussed this, um, you know, um, in in our daily conversations that we have, and that you know it was reported uh, for all of you out there who don't know, it was reported that individuals who are being affected by this tragedy that is happening, you know, in our country can go online. It's a site online or something. I'm not sure if it's an actual governmental uh, site. I thought it was so ridiculous, you know, and that you can uh, find, you know, there, there's a letter, you know, that one for your mortgage company, uh, one for your rent uh, one for, you know, your child school or what have you that's stating that you're being um, affected, that you are a government worker, that you're being affected by this. And isn't that ridiculous, Reginald? Oh, it most certainly is. It, it most certainly is. Um, it, it's just, you know, I was watching the news yesterday and a, and a gentleman and his wife were, were sitting at the kitchen table, since Republicans always like to talk about kitchen kitchen table conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, as if they're just like you. No, I'm not. So this gentleman and his wife, they're sitting there and they're calling the mortgage company. They're calling. They have two cars. They're they're calling the finance company. They don't know how they're going to pay, how they're going to pay or when they're going to pay. They have tuition. They have, I think they had three or four kids. The tuition isn't going to be paid. Food. But Trump said that, you know, these people are in agreement with him. So my so mm-hmm. my question to the gentleman the other day was, would you rather have, and, and he's a Trump supporter, my question to him was, now you're telling me you can't pay your mortgage. My question to me, is, my question to you is, would you rather have your paycheck and pay your mortgage or the wall? Which one would you want? And he reluctantly, mm-hmm. and the key word is reluctantly, mm-hmm. said he would rather have his paycheck. <laughs> he, had, like, he, had to, he had to think about it for a moment on, on, on the wall of my paycheck. How, you know, well, how full of hate is he? Yeah. And I, and, and, and I asked him, why, why did you hedge on that? Why did it take you like five seconds, five, six seconds to answer that question? Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I said Trump isn't going to pay your. I said, hey, bro, check this out. Trump isn't going to pay your mortgage. He's not going to pay right. your rent. He's not going to pay your truck note. 
You said your daughter has 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 tuition due. Guess what? He's not going to pay it. And most of all, guess what? He doesn't give a crap about you. And they still don't see it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Reginald. Out of all of this, see, I have always been um, one of these individuals that I look further and deeper as to why certain things, why certain things are happening, whatever it is that I'm looking further and deeper into. For me, this is very demonic. Oh, yeah. This is very, very demonic. I mean, <clears throat> excuse oh, yeah. me. Uh, for me, listeners, he is the devil incarnate. Oh, yeah. He is the devil incarnate. Now, here's here's my here's my question. I have another question in relating in, in relating to this. But wait a minute. Let me let me say this. I'm sorry, listeners and Reginald. Let me say this. This is, uh, you know, uh, uh, piggybacking on what you said before. Now, don't kid yourself. See this. See, do not kid yourself. Companies, organizations, mom and pop shops and all of that. They have to operate their businesses. They have responsibilities. They have right. to pay their taxes. Um, uh, large organizations, small, medium, <clears throat> what have you, excuse me, have to pay their employees. They have utility payments. That's not free to them. They have responsibilities. Okay. And if you are not making your responsibility payment to them, they can't carry you and they're not going to carry you. Now, th- now some organizations, I'm not going to say all, some organizations out there will give you a chance and in hopes that for a couple of reasons, main reasons, number one, that this stupid government shutdown ends and you'll find and or you'll find another position. So that you could take care of yourself, your family, and your responsibilities. Okay? Those are the, those are the two things. So a lot of people, you know, he, he is so full of crap. Thinking that he could tell people, oh no, they'll, they'll forgive you. I know they'll work with you. I'll, they'll work with you. Yeah, you know, some companies will work with you. Okay, um, okay, Mrs. Keys, okay, so you're, 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 you're having, yes, yeah, some are zero tolerance, some are zero. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that, that, you know, you know, some companies will, will work with you. Okay, um, mm-hmm. alright, so what we'll do is that we'll try to do this and we'll, you know, arrange what we'll do is do, do whatever it is that they can do to help you. They will do to help you initially. But they cannot mm-hmm. continue this on. And they will not continue this on. And, be a realist. You should not even expect for them to continue this on. I mean, how That's stupid right. is that for him to stand up there and say that to you just so that he can get what it is he wants? Now, I would like to know, here's the question, Reginald, and my listeners. What do you think? Now, just think about this whole situation here. What do you think is the relation for the adamacy for his wanting the wall? Have you ever wondered why? I most certainly have. <laughs> and I discussed this, you know, with my brother. We've discussed this this week, didn't we not, Reginald? There Absolutely. are re- there are reasons for him wanting this wall. Okay, number one. I agree with Schumer that this is he wants to create 
a whole thing, create a whole lot of noise. So you don't really know what's coming down the pipe because it is. And it's coming down faster with this investigation that Mueller's got going on. He's trying to get his last ditch effort for people who are supporting him that they really don't see who he really is. And that is, as I said, an uncaring, don't give a darn about the people in this country. The last Congress allowed him to think that he this was a totalitarian regime, and now he's facing reality. Okay? That's all I have to say about that. What do you think, Reginald? Well, the crap is uh, is going to hit the fan with the investigations that are coming down the pike. Um, and he's going to have to answer to all of those, including uh, his taxes, where, I mean, this, 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 this dude has been under audit longer than anybody that I've, that I've ever known, you know, oh, I can't release my taxes because they're, they're under audit. And, you know, you can still release taxes even when you're under audit. Most, a lot of organizations, if your taxes for 2018 may be under audit, but what about 17, eight, uh, 2018, 2015, 2000, 1999, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, so this is, this is, it's all a smoke screen. Exactly. And he's a con man. He's Thank a you. used car salesman. And, and I'm yes. sorry, used car salesman. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a disrespect to used car salesman, but, but you guys know where I'm coming from. So don't, don't text yeah, and call that's and not, say, that's you not said how, that's not how you used. meant that's not how you meant it. No. A- 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 absolutely. No. So don't so don't call, you know, with that. You said that about used car salesmen. You know you know the analogy. Okay. But this this he's a con man. Just like the con for Trump University, just like the con for Trump beef, just like the con for Trump wine and every other con that he that he has run. And he's continuing mm-hmm. to try and now run a con on this country, mm-hmm. but that crap is about mm-hmm. to come to an end and it can't come any, any sooner. I mean, because this is ridiculous. We can't keep every day, every single day is some stupid crap with him. Every single day. Just think mm-hmm. about that and think about people. Why the stress level in this country is so high. Why so many people are taking exactly. psychotropic medications and everything. This all affects everybody. Because Sleep you eight. know somebody, or you're going mm-hmm. to know somebody who's out of a job, who's a who's a who's a uh, government worker. Either you mm-hmm. are your your daughter, mm-hmm. your son, your grandmother, your aunt, your friends, your friend of a friend. You know somebody who's been affected by this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this just cannot exactly. continue. It, it, it no, it cannot continue. And and so with his with his rhetoric of um, you know, well, this will go on for years. What is he talking about? He's not going to even be there for years. You just, you see the, you see the hypocrisy and the dumbness of things that fly out of his, 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 his little round mouth. Do you guys, are you guys really listening to what it is that he's saying? He's also saying humanitarian effort, that this is a call to merit, um, humanitarian effort as he's trying to push you know, the, the emergency, he could, he could do an emergency. I, I could do it. I could do it. Well, he softened his, his, uh, talk on that, Reginald and my listeners, because maybe somebody actually told him, um, 
no, no asshole, you really can't do that. Okay? <laughs> you really can't do that. And you can't do it, and you can't do it without the blessings of Congress. And this Congress is not going to allow you to do the dumb shit that you were doing in the last Congress. That's why they got voted out. Okay? That's why they got voted out. That You know what I'm saying, Reginald? Absolutely. And um, it's just mind-blowing. Now, he's going to go down to Texas today for a photo op. You know, (sighs) my, 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 my taxpayer money is paying for him to get on the plane for a photo op. For exactly. What? For what? He, you know, he wasted no- time with that so-called speech the other day, and and I watched uh, it on YouTube a couple of days ago, and had to watch it without getting up to take a couple of Tylenol. And he said mm-hmm. nothing. It was the same old old dog whistle and rhetoric stuff, you know. Then had the audacity to say, you know, basically that. Um, 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 Latinos and, 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 and blacks, African Americans are being affected by people job wise, by people coming over from, you know, Mexico and Southern American countries. See, again, it's that racism trying to get, trying to get people of color against each other. See, you want black exactly. people to say, yeah, exactly. see, they're coming over taking our jobs. You know, exactly. want other Latinos to say, see, they're, they're coming over taking, taking, taking our jobs. You know, which is totally ridiculous. And as far as this wall thing that you were saying, you're right. There's other extenuating circumstances. He's got some crap going on with some companies that are going to benefit in the, in the building of this so-called wall. Exactly. Exactly. This is this is just one of my theories, listeners, okay, that during his campaign, these construction companies or whatever contributed to his campaign, although they were not the end-all, be-all of why he actually is sitting in the White House that slaves build. That is a total blame on the Electoral College that we definitely need to get rid of, and that's another conversation. However, he's promised them. Now, these people know, Reginald, that he's going down the toilet. He knows mm-hmm. that Mueller is is putting more and more Drano on his ass. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, Absolutely. okay, now we've contributed, you know, such and such to your campaign, and we want this because I did come across um, um, you know, a, a report, and maybe some of you guys out there uh, did too, and I and I did not uh, put that in my boudoir of, re- of of reports, but it 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 said it said something about that he um you know had had, had promised you know that um these companies could build X amount of wall and you'll get five points uh seven million for that. I'm just throwing out a number then, and then ABC Concrete Company can do five point seven million for this. You know, and mm-hmm. and so now they want to they want him to, to ante up on this promise. They don't give a darn what's going on with him. It's like, no, you said that this is what you know what what we would get if we if we gave you three million dollars for your campaign or nine hundred thousand dollars for your campaign. This is what we want. Okay, this is this is what we want. We want our payback, and we want our payback uh, now. You know, and that the other thing I want to comment on is that you know. That, you know, it's like these brown people are, are coming to this country, you know, and, and they're, they're full, you know, they're, 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 they're just heinous people, Rachel. They're just horrid. 
you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, um, they're, they're, you know, they're killing Americans. What really pissed me off in his speech is when he said, you know, all of this dumb cracker shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, how much bloodshed oh, are America's going to, you know, like, like, like they are killing coming into this country and that they're taking lives, hundreds of lives, maybe even thousands. I don't know what his little pea brain is referring to on that. And that they're coming in and they're just, they're just having a field day shooting people down. That is not even the case. Wake up. <sighs> that is not even the case. That is not happening. But let's talk about the murders that's in this country. Homegrown murders that's in this country every dang gone day. You can get overwhelmed with just listening to the outlandish things that Americans do to one another. Let's talk about that. Talk about the, the, I mean, the number you know, of, of mass school shootings in the in the past twenty years in this country. Or just just that alone. <laughs> Can we talk about the Ku Klux Klan? Can we talk about the Nazi Party from Guatemala? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Can we, can, can Humanitarian, we talk about, you know, that that this country created humanitarian effort. Two children, two children that came here with their parents seeking a better opportunity, lost their lives. This is this is absolutely preposterous. And I know that he's saying that this is going to last for a long time. I'm here to tell you that it's not. No, it is not. Because whether he knows it or not, God sees everything that's going on. And he will have the last say. Trust me on that. Trust me on that. It's, it's ridiculous. Okay. Anything else you want to say about that subject, Reginald? Because it is, it is just, it, it's just mind-blowing. It, it, mind-blowing it, it most certainly is. It still is going on. I mean, it it's, it's crazy. Is. And and he and he acts like a acts like a little girl when Nancy Pelosi said no. He slams his hands on his desk that is being reported um, yesterday as he met with um, Nancy and Chuck Schumer, and he storms out the meeting. Now I thought yeah. he was supposed to have been you know such a great negotiator, okay? Right. Absolutely. So when you're, you negotiate. You're... When you negotiate, and I am a great negotiator, when you're in negotiations, you're not going to get any and everything that you want. Don't be fooled by that. But the thing is that the outcome will be for the betterment of all parties involved. Of all parties involved. There's some take some and there's some give some. So, you know, you're slamming your hands on this thing, and he's very nervous about it. This is what I'm saying. That there is something more going on and it is going to come out. It is going to come out because he's acting like he's getting ready to have a fucking nervous breakdown from it. That's all I'm going to say. There's well, something it's just, so much. It's just look so at how he acts, that, Reginald. Look at how so he acts and how he, you done. know, look at him. I mean, you look at Pence, all of them. Mitch McConnell. He's barely even around. But yet he's saying, no, I'm not going to allow anything to come on the floor that doesn't support the president. He's nervous as hell, too. Just look at him. Or take, I'm telling you, take a moment 
to look at and view what's going on in front of you and you will see it. You will, you will see it. You will see it. Okay. Let's get to my last topic, which is, um, is anyone paying attention to the ecology? Thank you so much, Reginald, for that, <laughs> for that exchange. You know, I'm very passionate about it, as I'm sure that you are as well and others out there too, you know, but it is, it's, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's just mind blowing. I mean, and so just know today, ladies and gentlemen, take a deep breath, say some prayers. Just know today you're going to hear some more stupid crap that's going on in the White House that slaves built. All right. Is anyone paying attention to the ecology? People are moving along like nothing is wrong, which there, which there is something big that is wrong with our global ecology. Now, according to the climate, um, dot nasa.gov and an article titled global climate change, vital signs of the pres- uh, of the planet states in part the following. Now the atmosphere le- levels of carbon dioxide have changed. You know, um, we have, um, uh, we have, um, uh, shrinking ice sheets. Um, I got about five minutes. We have shrinking ice sheets, uh, glacial retreat, decreased snow cover, sea levels are rising. You know, um, <clears throat> we have our uh, ocean acidification, which means, you know, that is, is, it is making acid. The oceans are making and becoming acid, you know, and so the report mm-hmm. says that, that, uh, since the beginning of the industrial revolution, the acidity of oceans, of the, of the surface of the ocean waters has increased by 30%. Now this increase is a result of human beings emitting more carbon dioxide into the atmosphere and hence more absorbed into the oceans. Now this is, you know, this is a terrible thing, Reginald. You know, this is why I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm very interested in clean initiatives and I know that I have commented on automobiles such as the electric cars, you know, okay, so I'm good with that. I'm I'm good with the electric cars. But where's the uh infrastructure? You know, we mm-hmm. also have wind and solar power, for example. So why are we not putting more efforts into these things as well? Now the consistent development of erosion in the Arctic region is serious business. I just wonder sometimes, you know, listeners what concerns do people in our global society have about the overall erosion of our ecosystem? You know what I'm saying, Reginald? Mm-hmm. You know, are, is anybody mm-hmm. listening? And, you know, the denial, the science deniers of the Republican Party uh, continue to just deny like this doesn't happen and isn't happening. And, you know, people are waving a red flag from all around the world and this country as well of the effects of of climate change. But the science deniers led by uh, uh, the the, the person who temporarily resides at the White House are the leaders of that. And that's simply Mm -hmm. because so they can continue to get the kickbacks from the fossil fuel companies and, and, and all of that. You know, so, mm-hmm. I mean, this is why he constantly talks about he being the person who temporarily resides in the White House, you know, constantly talked about coal, coal this, coal by this, coal that. Are you kidding me? Are you, are you kidding God. me? You know, 
with all of the clean wow. air things, the natural gas and, and sun, wind, and all of these things that, that are available. Resided in, resided in Arizona, we have an abundance of, of sun, of solar mm-hmm. energy, you know? And you're talking about coal? Yeah. I mean, are you guys looking at the people over there in China? They're, you know, the, the overwhelming majority of them are wearing masks <laughs> because they can hardly breathe. It's the same thing over there in India, all of these people who are huge coal users. So if this country is supposed to be so great as this country is great, then we need to be the leaders and show people the better, the higher roads to take. And it's not being on the continuum of things that you know are bad just to try to satisfy a portion of the populace that support bad ideas. I mean, come on now, really? That's a bad, that's, that's a bad idea. You've been working in the coal mine for all your life. Now there, you know, I know that's, that's the way that you guys make, make your living and things like that, but there are other avenues that can be taken, um, place so that these, you know, you know, people can make, make a living. You know, they, they could take these, uh, individuals and train them on the new, um, right. you know, clean initiatives that are out there. Right. You know, uh, take them out of the coal mines. You know, look, guys, this is what we're doing now, and we're going to train you all on it. This would be better for you, more money for your family, and 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 definitely, you know, for health reasons and and for the entire world. We're all going to benefit from clean initiatives. Train these individuals on that. Quit telling them that it's okay to remain in the past because it's not. It's not. Well, I have run out of time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and my listeners. Um, uh, Reginald, uh, thank you so much for your, your comments. This is a very well needed, um, uh, discussion, I feel. Um, you know, we were very passionate in what it is that, that, uh, that we talked about, but it needs to be talked about, you know. And, and, um, and I, if I could say, people, please call your congressmen, your senators, and, um, exactly. you know, about this shutdown. Call them. Call them and, and, and let them know how you feel about this shutdown. Exactly. And that it needs to it needs to end. You know, and as a matter of fact, Reginald, I have not heard um, any uh, views, maybe that um, uh, they, they have not reported it of how uh, uh, cinema feels about all of this here in our, mm-hmm. our state. Right. You know, I, you right. know, I haven't heard I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything what cinema feels about it. I know what mm-hmm. the other person that they just shoved oh, in there yeah. feel about it. But yeah. I, I, yeah. I haven't heard uh, anything about uh, and I'm sure that she's not for it. Maybe they just oh, haven't yeah. released mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I listen. Yeah. I just want to say thank you, Reginald, for taking your time. I really appreciate it. Fantastic discussion as usual. I will be back um, in two weeks when I return. I'm still hopeful and prayerful that all of this will be over with and people can go back to their jobs and live their lives. I pray that you guys are kind to yourselves in spite of everything else. And this kind of starts with you and then it puts on to other people. So have a great day. Remain positive. I'm looking forward to talking to you in two weeks. This is Teresa E. Keeves. Please make it a great day and be safe.